Welcome to the National Crawford Roundtable Podcast, a view of culture, current events, and politics through a biblical lens, brought to you by Preborn, saving babies and souls, Alliance Defending Freedom, protecting your God-given right to live and speak the truth, and Wilson Financial Advisors, over 50 years of financial expertise and success. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on their banners to visit their websites. And now here are your hosts, Neil Boron, Bob Duco, Roger Marsh, and John Rush. All right, welcome to the National Crawford Roundtable. And I guess I'm taking the lead today, guys. Bob is out ill today. So Bob, hope you get to feeling better and we do miss him not being here. But uh, Roger Marsh, Neil Boron, guys, and, and hey, it's the three of us because Neil, I know you were off last week. Hey, Neil, Finally welcome back. back. Yeah, you know, yeah, it got, uh, it got you it off took, the beach long enough to come out here and do this. <laughs> That's right. It, it took a little coaxing, but here I am. Yeah, well, we, we got a lot to cover today, guys, and we talked last week a lot about Trump in regards to the campaign and what's going on and strategies, and we were going to get into this week kind of in part two, all of the runners, you know, I guess you could call them runner-ups at this point, or, you know, who's going to be running against him? Well, given the fact there was a big indictment that came down yesterday, we all thought together that we should probably shift gears a little bit along those lines. I've got some other things along with that I want to talk about as well. Uh, guys, before we do that, though, Preborn, which I should mention really quick as we get things fired off here today. And I had a great interview earlier this week with another organization that works alongside of organizations like Preborn when it comes to saving babies. This particular organization, uh, they actually help with a mom and all of the expenses, if she's a young mom especially, and she decides to keep the baby, maybe mom and dad, and there was a story we talked about this week where mom and dad didn't want this young girl to keep the baby. Well, this organization comes along and helps pay for everything so that the baby can be born and all of that goes as planned and so on. But preborn is there, guys, to really assist on the front side, helping young moms, ladies, really understand, number one, what's going on inside of them. What does this child look like? You know, Planned Parenthood will never do that. They'll never let you see the ultrasound. Preborn does that specifically so that people can literally see, you know, moms and dads, what's going on inside of mom at that point in time. $28 a month, less than a dollar a day, helps provide that for these young moms. And really, it gives a, we call it the life-saving ultrasound. It's not life-saving for mom. It's life-saving for the baby and guys you can give by just going to CrawfordMediaGroup.net. There's a pre-born button there. Just click that and you're all set to go and give. And again, folks, we need your support. Without that, we can't save babies' lives. And guys, I, I know I know you two are very much in the same camp I am on that. I want to do every single thing we possibly can to save babies, period. Absolutely. Amen to that. Absolutely. And Lisa and I... Uh, support a couple of uh, uh, ultrasounds every month through preborn. Uh, nice. it's, it's something that's very passionate to, for us. I mean, when you think about it too, the cost of doing something. I mean, a lot of times people say, well, I'm glad you guys are doing something on you know the broadcast here because it does help out. But any of the organizations that are supporting us and we can help support them, it really, I mean, the investment, you know, uh, preborn, it, it's, it's very nominal when you get right down to it, especially when you consider the end result, which of course is saving babies' lives and leading moms to Christ. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just, it's a remarkable yeah organization and we're privileged Amen. to partner with them. Yeah, let me just mention too real quick because it's because it came sure. up. Uh, in in the last three years, my wife, who is a registered nurse, has been working at a pregnancy care center here. The, it was the one that got firebombed, Compass Care mm. in Buffalo, New York. Mm. And uh, she had been a you know a nurse who worked with children over the years um, and with moms in labor and delivery and OBGYN stuff. 
but she recently learned how to do ultrasounds. And uh, I'm telling you, ultrasound technology makes all the difference in the world. She came home yesterday and she never gives me details, never gives me names, but she mentioned that for the second time in the three years she's been there that she identified identical twins and the mom seen those identical twins uh, resoundingly chose life for her children. There was a question about where she wanted to go with the whole thing before she came in, but because of what ultrasound is providing, women are choosing life overwhelmingly, like 80% of them who see their babies choose life, that's and it's awesome. just an incredible thing. Yeah. And, and guys, yeah. I know, I mean, that's it's what we're doing for preborn, but really we're trying to save lives. And guys, that's really where it's at. And I know we've got a lot of other things to talk about today. We're going to move into, you know, Trump and the indictments and so on. And while that's is important, because that can have a huge effect on the very things that we're talking about. In fact, if you look at the Supreme Court and what Donald Trump did when it came to that end of things, we owe him a debt of gratitude. Now, there's other things that we'll get into when it comes to Trump throughout these uh, two different segments that we do here on the podcast. But but as we get going here, guys, and I don't know if you noticed this, I didn't learn of this until this morning as I was kind of prepping and getting ready for today. The new judge in this particular indictment is not our normal, typical judge. I guess maybe in a way she is, but really isn't. This is an Obama appointee, if you would, uh, Judge Tanya Chutkin. And she is very tough on January 6th rioters and the sentencing of this is not going to be the same courtroom that we've probably seen in the past. Have you guys read any of that at all yet? Just a little bit, but let me also mention this whole thing's going to go down in D.C., right? Which Trump only took about 5% of the vote in, in Washington, D.C. So Correct. Uh, he's on hostile He's in hostile Yeah, he's territory. on very hostile ground to your point, Neil. Now, are are the indictments, you know, sorry to use the, you know, tr sorry to use this this term, but are they trumped up? They absolutely <laughs> are trumped up, but at the end of the day, guys, it doesn't matter. He's being he's, you know, he's been indicted, there's charges against him and he's going to have to, def you know, and I always have to be careful how I say this. In the United States of America, it's supposed to be that you're innocent until proven guilty. So he doesn't necessarily have to prove his innocence. The other side has to prove that he's guilty, but he still has to defend himself against it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it'd be interesting to see how this goes down, too, because it just in, in thumbing through the 45 pages of indictment to see who was in there, you know, what, what, what the terminology was, first five, six, seven, eight, nine pages, it's just, we have proof, we have proof. He did this, he did that. And it almost, I mean, quite frankly, it's... It, now, I don't want to diminish the charges because obviously it's very serious when a former president is indicted for anything and they just keep, you know, inventing new things to indict him on. But it almost comes across as like a couple of, you know, like middle school girls kind of dissing one of their friends. It's like a burn letter. You know, when you get right down to it, I mean, well, he did this and he's terrible. And oh, well, my God. Right. And it's like when you consider take it case in point. The, the actual illegalities that took place in the 2020 election. I mean, things that were, were literally, they were, well, they were all thrown out of court. They were thrown out of court procedurally. The wrong people were bringing them up. But in many cases, a lot of these laws were in fact illegal, had to be rewritten by legislatures, had to be voted on by the people. Delaware tried to go into uh, a mail-in voting thing back in 2019 that was a constitutional amendment. It should have been voted on by the people. And instead their legislature voted it in. It's like, wait, that's that's illegal. You can't do that. You know, mm -hmm. there were 82 different instances where things like that happened. And the only reason they didn't get a day in court was because, you know, Rudy Giuliani filed the suit or something and he didn't have status to do it. In this case here, there's a lot of, well, there was a riot on January 6th and Donald Trump gave a speech and said, Mike Pence is a bad guy. So therefore it's all his fault. 
okay, you're going to have to do better than that. Yeah, I it mean, doesn't even work with, that way. Even with well, a favorable and, and, judge, you're going to have to do better than that. And as you guys know, there's some folks even that have come out of late. You know, Laura Ingram said on her show that free speech, the one of the last indictments, or the last indictment, by the way, most everybody, even those that don't like Donald Trump, are coming out and saying, wait a minute, hang, hang on, free speech now has been indicted. I mean, the president of the United States, just like the rest of us as U.S. citizens, have the ability to speak your mind. Now, you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. I get that, but I don't see anywhere along the lines, guys, that he did that. And that's going to be at the heart of this whole thing, obviously, because, uh, and that's, I think, what the people that want to see Trump not only indicted, but prosecuted and in jail aren't ever, I don't think, going to accept the reality that what you just said is true, that, that even a sitting president has a right to speak. Also, honestly has a right to speak lies i'm not saying he's lying but my point is that if Nobody he lied to, anywhere he else, you, what's that i said if he wants to he can well that's right because any of us can i mean if somebody says how much do you weigh and you say you know 230 when you really know it's 237 <laughs> right point. i mean we have the freedom of speech and we have the ability to say whatever we want in the united states of america except things like you know yelling fire in a crowded theater but that's going to be at the core of this whole issue because really ultimately the president himself has a right to question the results of an election and didn't we kind of see some of that with um with uh, bush and gore back during the era of the hanging chad i mean there was a lot of questioning going on about the fairness of that election and that, the count of the votes i mean yeah right? and, and, and what you're saying is other previous individuals that ran for the same office had the same allegations is what you're saying correct yeah well, I believe so. I mean, it, yes, it, you're right. It, it's not that far fetched. Now, the the media has done everything to paint Trump as a conspirator, and I think even in this indictment, they're listing other quote co-conspirators, co which they don't that's right. name. So they're they're painting it that way. They're presenting it that way. But a sitting president has a right to say, "Hey, listen, if we think fraud, you know, happened during an election, we should investigate that," and he's got the right to to bring that up. Yeah, it's amazing how quickly the media went with the whole stolen election and, and baseless claims, you know, lying, lying, lying. This is really terrible. And not once do they turn on the current president of the United States and say, well, you want to talk about a few lies? I mean, just two words, Hunter Biden. And next thing you know, how many lies have been told? Talk about having serious implications on U.S. foreign policy, on the safe health and safety of American citizens because of Burisma and the CCP. But no one has any problem with that. But all of a sudden, a few crazy people, you know, jump over the the barricades at, uh, at the Capitol building. And I understand that there's there are people who did some things they shouldn't have done. There's a lot of video of people just kind of walking around going, wow, this is kind of cool. I mean, to the left, it's an insurrection because Trump's name's on it. I think in all honesty, the bottom line at the end of the day for the left is they want Donald Trump to be convicted of something, anything. If they can get him on jaywalking on the way to the court for the deposition, they'll be thrilled. Secondly, they don't want him to run for president again. And so this is their yes, way do. of throwing it. Well, yes, they do. Yeah, they do and they don't. I mean, I, be they, I believe the powers that be that are running the party want him to be our nominee. They they want him to be that guy because they know he's the easiest to beat. And by the way, there's a lot of national pundits now coming out and kind of starting to say the exact same thing. So, Roger, while I think there's some in the party that believe exactly what you just said. The higher ups that are running the party don't mm -hmm. see it that way. Yeah, okay, and that that makes perfect sense. And so now that there, there's that narrative, because I the timing of this was interesting. Did you guys get notice that we got a New York Times alert about an hour before this the, these charges came up that all of a sudden Joe Biden and Donald Trump are running neck and neck in opinion polls. Oh, yes. 43, 43. So all of a sudden that happens, and then it's like, and he's indicted again. And this is after, isn't this? I mean, <laughs> wait, wait, it's really quick. 
Roger, I want to stop you for a moment because I think it's also important to point out for a lot of you that are hardcore Trump followers, which in the second half I want to get into what I call the Trump cult. So we'll talk a little bit about that in the second half. But what you just said, Roger, we've got people on our side celebrating the fact that he's neck and neck with Joe Biden. Guys, that is not a celebration. If our Mm -hmm. candidate that that potentially is going to be the guy on our side can't do better than neck and neck with the worst president in my lifetime, we're in sad shape. Amen. Amen to that. And the idea that, too, Jack Smith is back there rewriting indictments as we speak. You know, I mean, it's just, it, I, I don't understand. And, 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 really quick, and really, what I want to get at, Roger, is to your point, they're doing that to prop up. I hope everybody understands this. They're doing that to prop up the support on our side for Donald Trump and even across the country so that the 43% rises because we all know at the end of the day, I think it's pretty clear at this point, Joe Biden's not going to be their guy. They're going to have somebody else, probably your guy, Roger, out in California. You're going to have Gavin Newsom most likely on that side. So at the end of the day, this is exactly, this is this is their playbook. And we talked about this on air yesterday. This is the first time I can ever remember one party picking both candidates. Mm, that's interesting. It's very, well, Think I about mean, that. It does make sense, though, because when you think about what's going on here, there is that kind of globalist elite mindset. And then there are those of us who will still believe in the Constitution who think of America as a constitutional republic. And the, for, for those who, I mean, let's face it, Trump, Trump was the biggest stick in the spoke of that wheel. I mean, quite frankly, I mean, True. he didn't get the joke. When he was a True. business guy, he was a useful idiot to the left. But then he actually won the presidency because the rules worked, because people in middle America and the Rust Belt said, I don't know, eight years of Obama wasn't great for us. Four more years of Hillary Clinton, that we'll take a shot on this guy. And he actually won. So then they had to go back and really doctor things up. And when you look at the different rule changes that we talked about earlier, there were, I mean, hundreds of them, but at least 80 legitimate lawsuits got thrown out because of technicality. So, I mean, the, the, the reality that we're facing right now, you're right, is uh, that there there's there's two Americas right now. There are the people who vote, they're the people who control the elections. And That's right. How, what's really, how, how's it going to write, I was just going to say what's really interesting about this whole thing. How many times since January 6th um, did we hear, you know, that Trump incited an insurrection, right? That was the terminology mm-hmm. used. Right. Um, the media talked about it. Pundits talked about it. Everyone used that term, inciting an insurrection. Do you realize that that isn't even included in this indictment? In no. other words, there's absolutely no, no evidence no, a lot of to this, say that he was part of the Proud Boys or anything else. with, quote unquote, election fraud and the, the you know, supposed role that he played in creating a lot of the stigma around that and so on. I mean, this is a lot, really, the, the first few indictments here, if you read through these, are just a ton of hearsay, guys. It's absolutely ridiculous that you could even bring these charges. I'm, and I'm again, you guys know me. I don't really feel like Donald Trump should be our candidate, not because of this. I think he's being treated very unfairly. It's completely wrong what's going on right now. But again, we have to remind ourselves, this is being used by the left to prop him up. It's, yeah, it, it, it's opposite of what a lot of people out there are thinking. So again, as we've talked in the past, guys, everybody listening, please lower your rage, lower your anger. This is exactly what the left wants, is to us to be the rage machine that props him up as the nominee. We've got to be level-headed with all of this. 
You know, I wonder, guys, and I put this out just for discussion as we, you know, because John, you mentioned rightly so that in the uh, in the indictments here, there's nothing in there that says Donald Trump, you know, caused the, you know, the rights. He didn't say anything like, go storm the castle, you know, that that type of thing. But they're trying to pin it onto the, well, because he kept saying that Mike Pence could, uh, you know, change this thing. And if Mike Pence doesn't do something, well, you know, Mike Pence, Mike Pence, Mike Pence. And I think Mike Pence is a good, godly man. He's a lawyer. He practiced law for 11 years before he became a congressman. Congressman, then served as governor of Indiana. The guy knows the law. So, I mean, I don't think that Mike Pence acted, you know, uh, carelessly in doing so. But isn't it interesting you know, when you talk about this inciting thing that it's the same people who have a tendency to say, let's burn the city down. Let's go ahead and yeah. blow up the abortion clinics. Let's give out the names and phone, home phone numbers of Supreme right. Court justices. And they're the ones who are accusing Donald Trump of doing essentially the same thing that is just stock and trade standard operating procedure on the left. Yeah, no, that that's a great point. Neil, get your thoughts here as we kind of, uh, you know, yeah. not really wind down, but you know, we're we're we've got a second half where we'll get into a little bit more of this as far as Donald Trump himself is concerned. But I want your thoughts as well. Well, I, I don't know if, if we'll have time in the second half to explore any more about you know what it means that the other side actually wants Donald Trump to run, and yet every everything they have is being thrown at him, lock, stock, and barrel. They they're doing everything to discredit him. And so I, I don't know how many people really actually understand or realize what you guys are talking about, that if that's the strategy, then people um, that are getting all riled up about this kind of stuff and overly excited are actually playing into the yes. into the scheme. And yes. that's dangerous for our future. So I think we're going to need to have a level head and understand that bad stuff is going on in America. And I'm, by the way, I'm not exonerating Trump on everything he's ever said or done. And I think maybe later we can talk about concerns regarding what's sometimes referred to as the cult of Donald Trump. But, you know, I just think we need to have a level head in this whole thing and understand that our justice system is in danger <clears throat> and democracy is in danger Which if we allow this kind into, of stuff to continue. Of course, our great sponsor, Neil, you know, Alliance Defending Freedom, ADF, which plays right into what you just talked about a moment 100%. ago. I know you keep tabs on a lot of what they're doing on a regular basis. What's up with them of late? Well, uh, of late, they had a huge victory recently, their 15th U.S. Supreme Court victory in a little more than a decade in a case called 303 Creative. But let me just say that bottom line is First Amendment rights and freedom of speech and the free exercise of religion are at the core of what it means to be an American. So Alliance Defending Freedom has a group of over 4,000 attorneys who fight every single day to preserve First Amendment rights really for all Americans and at no cost to the people they represent. So think about this, $19 is all we're asking you to think about giving on a monthly basis. That's 63 cents a day. It can make a huge difference to help protect freedom in America. And all you have to do is click on the ADF button at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. But that case I'm referring to, the 15th victory, was in a in a case sometimes referred to as 303 Creative. Lori Smith is a Christian web designer, lives in Colorado. She preemptively sued the state of Colorado hoping to protect her small little wedding website business from the powerful anti-discrimination law in Colorado that could have forced her to create websites for same-sex couples. And she doesn't believe in that. So with the help of ADF, she goes all the way to the Supreme Court uh, and wins. And why did ADF take this case on? Because forcing Lori Smith or anyone to violate their religious beliefs and force individuals to declare support for same-sex marriage when their own conscience and b- biblical truth you know, forbids it, 
uh, means that we don't have freedom of speech anymore if you can get away with that kind of thing. So this victory goes way beyond the win for Laurie Smith. It's actually a, a, it's a monumental win for everyone who cherishes the freedom of speech that our Constitution guarantees. So $19 a month at 63 cents a day. That's really small when you think about the value of the freedom uh, that it preserves. So join us, would you? Let's work together to preserve our constitutional freedom. Click on the ADF button at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. And Roger, you mentioned your support for Preborn earlier, the ability any of us have to support our sponsors and these incredible organizations depends on having some money available to do so. And I know that Wilson Financial has been a, a real help to you and what you're doing in California. Uh, you're absolutely right, Neil. I mean, the idea that Gavin Newsom could potentially be our president means more taxes and uh, less savings for those of us in the body of Christ and not having the resources to be able to do what we need to do uh, to stand for Alliance Defending Freedom, to stand for preborn. And Wilson Financial and Wilson Financial Advisors have been doing this for over 50 years, finding ways, finding alternatives to bank certificates of deposit, finding alternatives to IRAs and 401ks that are really government instruments to take more of your money when you get into retirement. When you click on the Wilson Financial Advisors banner at CrawfordMediaGroup.net, it will enter you into an opportunity to say, look, there's a real estate investment trust that offers a 7% return. There's a 13% guaranteed return that isn't one of those shady shell games like you see advertised for these uh, precious metals and things like that. I mean, these are legitimate. You're not going to lose any money and you only have something to gain with extra alternatives that help enhance your financial portfolio, which is so essential for us as Christians because we want to steward God's money, but also the idea that we have the opportunity to then do good with the proceeds that we're earning. Uh, Wilson Financial Advisors, go to CrawfordMediaGroup.net, click on the banner or call 800-696-9970 today. It's it's well worth the investment, especially for someone who loves God and country like you do right. as a Crawford NCR listener, and Dennis Wilson does too. And, and guys, again, Preborn, great organization. As an employer myself, um, I'm selfish. I want more births. I want more employees. I want more people populating the United States of America and around the world. I'm that guy. I love life. I want to see life flourish. Uh, there's, in my opinion, guys, uh, especially from the employer side, one of the biggest scourges we've ever brought upon this country, this great nation, is abortion in and of mm -hmm. itself. And it's it's abhorrent to God himself. It's abhorrent to folks like us and to preborn as well. And they want to help young moms make the right decisions. They do that with ultrasounds. You can help them with each one of those ultrasounds less than a dollar a day, $28 each. Go to Crawford Media Group. Net. All right, guys, that's what wrap up this first half. We're going to come back and get into a little bit more of what we covered in the first half. But I want to add in also, are you in the Trump cult? We'll define what that is, let you know if you are in it or not. We'll talk about some of that plus much more. And again, you can listen to the second half of the uh, National Crawford Roundtable at your favorite podcast site. This is the National Crawford Roundtable. This has been a Crawford Media Group production. All right, we are back. National Crawford Roundtable and myself, John. John Rush out of Denver, Colorado, Neil Boron out of Buffalo, New York, and Roger Marsh out of California. Guys, again, great first half. If you're joining us via podcast for the second half, thank you so much for doing so. Preborn, again, one of our great sponsors. They're the ones that really make this happen, along with ADF and Wilson Financial. Without their support, you guys don't get to listen to us on a weekly basis. So, again, we need your support. Preborn needs your support. They're out there saving babies' lives, $28 each month. It's less than a dollar a day gives hopes not only to young moms 
but then we save babies' lives who then grow up. A lot of these young moms become Christians. Literally, folks, those of you listening that are Christians, that are in our camp, this is how we change the world and get things back on track. We need more people in our camp. We need more people that are saved and going to heaven. And we do that by saving babies' lives, not allowing abortions to happen. You can do that less than a dollar a day. Just go to the preborn button at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. So, guys, second half, talking about... And I want to dovetail, you know, Neil, you kind of ended and said, you know, can we get into a little bit more of these things that are going on with the first half? And yes, we'll kind of dovetail this together. But something I talked about yesterday, and I coined the phrase, and I don't know if it's right, wrong, or otherwise, but I coined the phrase yesterday, the Trump cult. And I, for, for all those listening, those of my listeners already know this, I'm a Trump guy. I like Trump. I like what he did as president of the United States. We owe him a debt of gratitude. Our Supreme Court justices we have now, a lot of the great things that he did for the Christian community and the country in and of itself, guys, we owe him a debt of gratitude. Do I, though, personally feel he's our best candidate to run against whoever the Democrats may put up, which, again, I think is going to be Roger's guy, Gavin Newsom. Do I think he's the best guy we have? No, I don't think he's the best guy we have to run on our side. Here's where the problem lies, guy, and this is why I call it the Trump cult. If you go to a hardcore Trump supporter and you say what I just said, you will get every excuse under the book. They will not listen to you. They will tell me that I'm a denier, that I'm wrong, that I'm a rhino. You name it. I've been called everything under the book just because I believe we may have better candidates out there to run and win in 2024, which, by the way, is what I want to do. I want to win because if you don't win, we can't do anything. All these people that feel like Donald Trump is the savior. I had one texter uh, last week, guys, and this is not an exaggeration, tell me there's only one man that can right this country, and that's Donald Trump himself. If you believe that way, you're in a cult, guys. Yeah, I agree, and it's scary, actually, um, because at the bottom line, what if you're a believer and you're saying something like that, then what you're really saying is that... Um, that Donald Trump is more important or has more power than the the plan and purpose of God. Like God can raise up anyone. God doesn't That's need right. Donald Trump. He doesn't That's need, right. need me or John Rush or Roger Marsh or any of us. He doesn't. He can get his work done without us. Uh, the fact that we get to be a part of his plan and purpose is a wonderful thing. And, and God used all kinds of people, including Pharaoh, actually, to carry out his Good plans point, and Neil. purpose. Good point. So, you know, um, there's all of that, but but the but when we make these declarations like our future, our hope is toast. We've got nothing without Donald Trump. I'm not buying it, and I think that's cult-like behavior. I just do. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and, and guys, really quick, maybe you two are pastors. Even though I've stud- studied a lot over the years of the occult and different things, and what is a cult and the definition of, and so on. Given the fact that you two both are pastors, I want you two for our listeners to define what a cult is, so that they can look at themselves in the mirror and say, is this me? Am, am, I, am I fitting into this description of what's going on? Because if I am, I probably need to take an about face and do something a little bit differently, get my emotions out of this and start looking at things a little bit more level-headed. So Roger, I'll start with you. What's the definition of a cult? Well, definition of a cult, I mean, the way I understand it is a blind allegiance to any sort of person or any sort of institution, any sort of cause, uh, without being willing to look at the facts surrounding it that may be detrimental to what you're doing. I mean, you know, a lot of people, for example, have the environment as their cult. Mm-hmm. And uh, all everything is all eco this and Mother Earth that and this that. Now, as Christians, obviously, we are to care for all of creation. I mean, look at Adam in the Garden of Eden. That's that right. was the first. That's the first job, right? I mean, so it, it, should Christians be quote unquote environmentalists? Absolutely. 
But can Christians also take a look at the fact that the environmental movement in the United States, like, like in the late 60s, early 70s, was also attached to uh, the zero population growth people who are pushing for the legalization That's of abortion. Right. You know, That's I mean, right. you should have to be able to look level-headedly at an issue like that and and say, yes, we are to care for creation. No, we shouldn't support abortion. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm thrilled that preborn is a part of what we do because of the fact that we can look level-headedly and say, are there pregnancies that take place out of wedlock? Of course there are. Um, are there women who consider, I was having a conversation just this past weekend with a member of our extended family who was in town visiting, and uh, we were talking about the fact that she said, just very matter-of-factly, she's in her 60s now and says, oh yeah, I had an abortion. And, and, and she's a very strong Christians, very strong in her faith. And she said, because no one told us it was wrong. I mean, in my neighborhood, mm -hmm. lots of girls got abortions. And we were just told, this is what you do because this is where you are. And she said, I've had to work through the sorrow and the grief of, you know, my gosh, what did I do to this child and whatever. Mm -hmm. But you, you, the, the faith that she has now no, allows her to believe that she has been forgiven by God for what she mm -hmm. did because she didn't know. And, you know, that's why how many women go to a preborn clinic, see the ultrasound and go, oh, my mm -hmm. gosh, that's a baby. Great you know, <laughs> you know, and, and that's why we, we encourage that, you know, go to CrawfordMediaGroup.net, click on the banner, 833-850-BABY, make that donation, because there are a lot of women who are still coming around going, I didn't know. I didn't mm -hmm. know. I didn't Good know. Point. So so to that point, I think there are a lot of people. So blind were, allegiance it was, is yeah, the first thing. Blind allegiance what, what, is the first okay, thing. Okay, Neil, I'm going to go to you. What, what else would somebody look at to be considered in a cult? Well, same thing, blind allegiance, but as Roger mentioned, not just to a person, but also to a thing, such as an ideology like, you know, save planet Earth at all costs because Earth is, is our God. And, you know, the first commandment says, you shall have no other gods before me. God is God. He's the one who calls the shots, and he doesn't want us following after any other thing. I think it's Psalm 20, verse 7 says, you know, some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. Amen. So putting our faith and trust in anything but the one true God, as defined and in, in, that we learn about, that we experience in his word, is cult-like behavior. And uh, some people will use politics or anything else to kind of persuade you that that they have the truth and that we should follow after them because they've got the right idea. And, you know, does political behavior, you know, is that something that Christians should be involved in? Of course, we, sh we yes. should be good citizens, and yes. especially in this country. We're commanded to be a part of this, and, and we have the opportunity because we, the people, are the government of the United States. But when we start thinking that God can't act outside of a particular issue or, out of, uh, you know, apart from one particular party or one particular candidate— We've put limits and restrictions on that that I think are very extra biblical, and we need to continue to remember that it's the Lord who calls the shots, and we have to follow yep. after him, not Donald Trump was, or anyone else. There was a tweet, and I'm not an Elon Musk fan, but you guys have heard me criticize him before in the past when it comes to SpaceX and Tesla and government subsidies and so on, although I think he's had some revelations of, of late past few years through COVID even and what the left is all about and so on. And I think he's had an about face on a lot of the things that he thinks. He tweeted this out this morning, which by the way, goes along with exactly the things that you were talking about. Unless there are a few issues where you at least slightly disagree with your political party, then you're not in a political party, you're in a cult. Hmm. Guys? Yeah. Well, wow. yeah, yeah I didn't have my mic on fast enough to respond yeah. <laughs> to that. That's huge. I was like yeah. fumbling for the mic switch. Yeah, yeah, I, and, and, you're right. And look, and look how what Musk has done with Twitter and how the left has completely melted because he's actually trying to make it a forum for people to have disagreements. I mean, let's face it, we're all married men here, and we get along perfectly with our wives, right? They, they we don't do always agree, though. Well, well, 
Yeah, I know. Right? That was that was that was where I was going. Put I was about to plant plant my tongue firmly in my cheek and say, and they do everything we tell them to, and we do everything they tell us to. Of course not. I mean, let's face it. The essence of a healthy relationship isn't how much you agree. It's discourse. It's how Is do you not, deal guys? with disagreement? Absolutely. And so in a cult-like behavior, I mean, here's the thing. The agreement we have in the church is that Jesus is Lord and we're not, that God is God and we're, we are not, that we can't save ourselves, that we sin against him in thought, word, and deed, with things we do and things we don't do. There's an agreement there that says truth is truth, whether we like it or not. Mm. And and the left, I mean, who is the, well, there was the Tucker Carlson clip that's going around right now where he says, look, Christianity is the mirror opposite of the transgender movement because right. Christianity says, hey, I'm a sinner, amazing grace, saved a wretch like me. And the transgender movement says, I'm perfect and I can change myself into whatever I want to be and you can't mm. criticize me. Mm-hmm. And they're in, it's a major profound difference. And so what happens to Tucker Carlson? Well, look, let's cancel him. Let's let's shut down 50% of the traffic of Tucker Carlson tweets on and posts on Facebook because Meta is working with the U.S. government to do so. And then mm-hmm. all that's coming out now and we're like, well, are we surprised? So, I mean, there's more than one cult. I mean, the Trump cult can be dangerous. The Biden U.S. government cult, that's a whole different conversation. Yep. But John, yep. to your point, we have to be able to be objective enough to say, look at the great things Donald Trump did as president. Look at the average things Donald Trump did as president. And look at the stupid things that Donald Trump Thank did you. as president. Yeah. I mean, we have to yeah. be able to say all three. Yeah, I mean, I, I think even you know some of the things I didn't agree with Trump on was some of his spending policies. And I, I've heard you know, listeners come back and say, yeah, well, that's because the Democrats were in control and he couldn't do as much as he wanted and so on. Um, that's partially true, although Trump himself will tell you he's a debt guy. He's a spender. That kind of stuff doesn't necessarily, you know, bother him. Now, is that, you know, did that have huge effects on the country? Um, it has some effect. How huge is it? You know, who knows at this point? We're $32 trillion in debt today, not all because of Donald Trump, of course. But he raised the debt as well, not as much as our current president has. But point being, there's things he did that we all can agree at least the three of us can agree, we're not the way that we would have done things. My fear with what's going on right now, and I believe, by the way, that the other side knows our party better than we know ourselves right now. They know mm-hmm. that they can do all of these indictments, really get everybody revved up, get the rage going, get the machine going forward, have Donald Trump as a nominee when it's all said and done because of the literally the revenge factor on our side of the aisle that we want so badly. Uh, that's that's driving a lot of people to really ignore a lot of the things that are going on around them. And when you do that, when you start ignoring the things that the the rationale of what's going on around you even good solid people coming to you saying hey what about this what about that that's what people do for those that are in the cults they say hey well you know do you realize that this is actually going on and you're missing the point here and let me show you the error of your ways there and that person in the cult just denies all of that and continues to blindly follow roger as you said earlier unfortunately we've got people in the gop doing that exact same thing Mm mm-hmm yeah, no all question. the time. No question. And no question. What you know? Let me. Look, can I ask? Ask a what if? Like just sure. Hypothetical. What if somewhere along the line? Because you know, for instance, all kinds of evidence has been presented that um, that by by Trump's side that that there was election fraud. I mean, even we talked about the, the two thousand mules thing right. here. That was pretty compelling. And right. and I think there I think there really could be something to that. Um, but then there was the Dominion voting thing, right? All these machines had been rigged, and I can't remember her name, but she was promising. Tina Peters, uh, she was a Colorado person. I don't know. They were promising that they were going to prove that the, the, the machines had been rigged and everything. Nothing became, nothing came of that. 
But like, what if, what if at some point either side, but particularly the Republican side, finds out that Donald Trump has really been just spinning a lie? Like, if this is a what if, it's it's totally hypothetical. But at, at what point could people, including members of the Trump cult, say, yeah, you know what, I guess we were wrong. We put our, our trust in chariots and horses. We thought that this stuff was going to save us, and it was all wrong. It was all a ruse. I can't ever see that happening. I can't see the other side ever ever admitting that that they've been you know after Donald Trump trying to mm-hmm. trying to pin all of these bogus charges on him and I'm not saying that that he didn't pay hush money to a stripper or whatever but the reality is you've got you've got people locked in to their ideas on both sides with very little space for any kind of open mind when's the last time you heard a progressive on the left or a hardline conservative on the right say you know what I think I was wrong about that I, I think I need to take a second look um, can you well, see that ever happening? I don't see that day coming. Uh, no, I don't. And, and along the lines of the whole Dominion thing, which, by the way, I, I here's the part that bothers me about Dominion. If the machines can be compromised, that's a problem, and those things should be locked down. There should be no ability to compromise anything when it comes to voting ever. Although, uh, the flip side of this, this is my rational brain and how I see things. Guys, people talk. And, I mean, you know, one of the best ways to get a criminal organization brought down is find somebody inside of it that's a blabbermouth that's going to say something. So here, here's my problem with the whole Dominion thing and, and the lack of proof that things were changed. Now, there's folks out there that say there's proof. Well, I've never physically seen any. I've never seen it in any place. I know a lot of the – even the outside of the mainstream norm where you could find these things if that stuff existed. And here's my problem with all of that. I'm not saying that Dominion didn't do anything, but what I am saying is – People talk. If there was somebody that had done something and had changed the outcome of certain even precincts and things along those lines, people are braggadocious. If they know they had any kind of a significant impact, somebody's going to tell someone. They could be, you know, in, in bed with with a, a stripper. They could be, you know, it, with their girlfriend. They they could be at a bar with, you know, half drunk. I mean, guys, we all know people talk especially in that world where you've done something you shouldn't have you're Mm -hmm. gonna talk so the problem i have with all of that is a where's the proof and b by now somebody would have come out and said oh yeah i I affected that particular precinct by by x percentage and you know i'm the guy that actually flipped that particular area And, and again i'm not saying that some of those things didn't happen but by now wouldn't somebody have said something yeah i agree and and that's plausible that's my problem with all of this well and i think we have to have an open mind because it's plausible and it's reasonable i but the i've had many conversations with people who i would consider to be part of the trump cult who will have none of that they're there's sydney powell was her name remember her right sydney powell that's right yes yes, she was going to show up like riding on a white horse and was going to prove kraken she was going to release the kraken Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and where's the proof? Like, where, where's the, the Kraken beef, never right? showed up. Yeah. yeah. Now, so now really quick, disturbing. the other side guys will tell you that, oh, well, that got buried and it wasn't allowed to be submitted and you couldn't talk about it and it was squashed. And so, I mean, there's, it, again, it kind of goes back to that whole cult mentality. There's an excuse for everything that's gone on and yet nobody has any real rational responses to the things that get thrown out. And again, do I think there was some nefarious things that went on in the election, guys, there's been nefarious things going on in elections since elections started. So, yes, there's always something in an election that's going on because everybody is human and they're trying to cheat to win. So if you think you're ever going to have 100 percent fair and clean elections, no, it's not going to happen because men are fallible. They're sinners and it's going to happen. So do I believe that? Absolutely. Now, how much of it went on? I don't have an answer to that. 
Well, men are fallible, but the Barbie movie proved that women are perfect. So oh, I mean, I think true. we all need that's to do a true. review of Barbie next week and put that up. No, <laughs> I mean, this is Richard Daly vote early and vote often. I mean, let's face it. I mean, the, the elections have been hacked and hacked jobs ever since there's been in yeah. the United States. I mean, Good so point. the idea that we have something that's pure and queer. And I think this is where, where Christians can fall victim to the Trump cult is that we have a tendency to look at the system and say, it's a good system because it hasn't hurt us. It's a right. good system because we right. have advanced. And and there are lots of other people who would beg to differ and say, hey, you know, take a look well, at my family story. I mean, And, that, you know, and, and really quick, uh, Neil, that's where ADF comes in because what Roger just said is 100% accurate. There's all sorts of people that would, you know, really vehemently disagree with what Roger just said. That's where ADF comes into play. Yeah, 100%. And when we say that Alliance Defending Freedom is defending your constitutional rights, we're, we're not joking about that. And it's why I want you to consider giving $19 a month to our faithful partner. That's only that's 63 cents a day. And all you have to do is click on the Alliance Defending Freedom button, the ADF button at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. Let me tell you a quick story. About 20 years ago, Montana passes what's called the Parental Notice of Abortion Act. It was a law that required doctors uh, who wanted to perform an abortion on a minor to inform the child's parents or a legal guardian 48 hours uh, before performing the abortion. Of course, abortion providers challenged the law, claiming it failed to protect the minor's so-called right to an abortion. Sadly, though, uh, two lower courts agreed with the abortionists. However, uh, Montana appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court on behalf of parents. ADF immediately funded an amicus brief in support of parents' rights in the law. And thanks to ADF, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that parents need to be informed of their minor's decision to seek an abortion. They upheld Montana's parental notification law as being constitutional. That's the kind of work ADF is doing, and it's why we encourage you and and want to say join us in supporting this. You know, come alongside us. ADF took on the abortion industry and won in this case, and they've done it many times over. They're fighting for parental rights and they win. So moms and dads, look at it. It's a powerful example of what just $19 a month can do. That's 63 cents a day. And it's going to help to protect and preserve your rights and mine. So give today. Just click on the ADF button at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. And thank God for all of our faithful partners, ADF, mm -hmm. Preborn, and of course, Amen. Wilson Financial, Roger. Right. Big. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, and, and here's the thing. I mean, when you think, look at the culture around us and see how, how it's badly it's fallen. Don't think for a minute that financial institutions just sit around and they're neutral to sitting on their hands. I mean, That's they've got lobbying efforts. They've got That's a lot right. of money, this, that, and the other thing. And you want to know that when you have like a 401k or an IRA, that the people who are behind it, the organizations that are running these things aren't corrupt. And when you contact Dennis Wilson, Wilson Financial, they talk about how they come up with, uh, building better alternatives to the traditional 401k or IRA. And, and the, the, the fact that Dennis will be in Africa next week, he'll be building churches in Africa. He goes down there twice a year. He takes a lot of the proceeds of Wilson Financial. And, you know, for a few thousand dollars, you can build a church in Niger. I mean, it's, it's not that difficult to do. Hmm. But when that's the guy whose company you're working with, who says, these are the types of investments I'm looking for, and you want an honest uh, opportunity to earn anywhere from 7 to 13% guaranteed, these are the types of conversations you need to have. And Dennis can work with anybody anywhere all across the country. 800-696-9970. He's a great man of faith, heavily involved in community Bible study all over the country. And you can also reach him online. Of course, we've got a banner for him at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. But if you want to be a awesome. good steward with the resources that God has entrusted to you, uh, you need to click yep. on that banner or call him today. And then take those resources, guys. And again, ADF, Wilson Financial will help you on the financial side. But then you can give to ADF. You can give to Preborn. 
I've talked about it really throughout the whole program today. $28 a month, less than a dollar a day gives young moms hope, literally hope. And keep in mind, a lot of these young men's, a lot of these young women come into these clinics, come into preborn, and they really have no idea what to do. They don't know where to turn. They've been fed all sorts of information, in a lot of cases false information, because by the way, the abortion industry is a cult in and of itself. We'll talk about that maybe at a later program, guys. But bottom line, they have been fed in a lot of cases a lot of misinformation. You know, there's no hope. You've got to get rid of the baby. This will change your life. The rest of your life will be different. You can't have this baby. We just need to terminate the pregnancy and so on. That's what they're being told. Preborn, on the other hand, comes in, shows them an ultrasound, shows them what that baby looks like, which by the way, and we've got one delivering in about ooh, a week and a half here in my family. So nice. guys, this is very, very important to me because I've, I look at my own grandkids and think, what a blessing. What a miracle in and of themselves. Kids are the ultimate miracle and blessing, in my opinion. And we can save a baby's life. We can make those miracles happen on a regular basis. Just click on the preborn button at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. Guys, that's going to be it for this week. The, uh, by the way, the time goes by fast. You can find us at MyHopeNow.com as well. Don't forget CrawfordMediaGroup.net, which if you want to know more about myself, Roger, Neil, Bob, who by the way was ill today. Bob, thanks a lot, by the way, for just letting us have the uh, the reins today, if you would, and allowing us to do what we do. And we appreciate it very much and hope that he gets to feeling better. But guys, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you all for listening. We wouldn't do this without all of you doing what you do. Help out ADF, Wilson Financial, and of course, Preborn. Guys, that's it. Have a great rest of whatever you're doing, guys. This is the National Crawford Roundtable. You've been listening to the National Crawford Roundtable podcast. A view of today's culture through a biblical lens. Brought to you by Preborn, saving babies and souls. Join us in the fight to save babies from abortion. Your gift provides a free ultrasound for a mother in need. 80% of the time, she will choose life. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on the Preborn logo to donate to save babies now. Alliance Defending Freedom, protecting your God-given right to live and speak the truth. Your generous financial support makes it possible for ADF to defend religious liberty, the sanctity of human life, freedom of speech, and marriage and family in America and around the world. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on the ADF logo to give your financial support. Wilson Financial Advisors, over 50 years of financial expertise and success, helping you build confidence in your financial future. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on the Wilson Financial Services logo to learn more. You can download this podcast from Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. From your local Crawford Media Group station or at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. And you can watch video of the podcast at MyHopeNow.com. Be sure to follow My Hope Now wherever you follow social media. And please give this podcast a five-star rating on your Apple app. Look for the notification on your app for when the next weekly edition of the National Crawford Roundtable podcast is ready for you to download. This is a Crawford Media Group production.